Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the best in-depth commentary on the manga and anime industry. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is, as always, Rock. How are you, Rock? Doing great. Glad to be here, as always, Kevin. Excited to have you here because we're going to be reviewing two of the new newest manga that Shonen Jump just recently introduced this past month called uh, Tokyo Demon Bright Story and Jinka Luna. Um, and so, yeah, both these just got released their first chapters this month. Um, so we thought, you know what, let's explore because we've been... A- getting uh introduced to a lot of new mangas that are coming out as they're coming out in japan so and since we got two new debuts in september um let's jump into it and see what these first chapters are and they grab us from the first chapter so um it's gonna be exciting um but before that uh just want to do some quick housekeeping as always you could download the manga revolution podcast on any podcast service including spotify apple Podcasts, and google Podcasts. uh we would love it if you rate us and review us five stars um, it really helps us out with the rankings. And then if you want to check out any of the uh, reviews or features that Rock and I are working on, you could go to comicbookrevolution.com. We have a bunch of stuff on the comic book and manga industry, and especially with the fall uh, anime season coming up. Rock and I have a couple ideas of what we want to do for all the, those anime. So keep an eye out for that those articles uh, in the coming weeks. And then you could also check out all the stuff that Rock is working on as well. Rock and I are working on. Like the, I know Rock has like a Legion uh, article planned here soon <laughs> I enough. Do. And I and I got a couple other, and I got a couple things coming up too. So you, again, like I said, you could check all that stuff out at Conquer Revolution if it's not already posted by the time this, uh, this, this uh, podcast posts. And you can follow myself at the Kevin Lioness on, um, on Twitter and TikTok. And then you could also follow the Conquer Revolution at CB Revolution on twitter and then uh the manga revolution podcast at the manga podcast on twitter uh rock where could we find you oh you can follow me over on twitter and instagram at rock with two k's revolution awesome well rock like i said before we're going to be talking about the two new mangas that are are just started um their first chapter like tokyo demon bright by the time this episode publishes will be at the, its third chapter jinka luna is going to be on its second uh second chapter um like I said, by the time this episode publishes, but we're just going to be recovering the first first chapter of each one. But before we get into all that, I want to talk to you, Rock, because we've been doing this for a little bit of uh, reviewing all the new mangas. We've been trying to catch all of them as they, they're coming out. That So that's been a great experience, but it's also had us experience something that we're, we've long known in the comic book world since we were both have a, uh, our background is with comic books, um, is that a lot of the new manga that have come out in 2022 have been canceled already. Like we just yeah. had um, Aya Shimon last week, it had its final chapter. And the week before that was earth child. Um, and then we also had uh protect me Shigamura Dora Dora um, and um, canceled as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's two, then there's Ruri dragon, which is on hi- hiatus right now because of the author's health. So we don't know what's going on with the author. So the, um, Hopefully all is well and they get better soon, but it has been on hiatus for about the last month and a half um, and only published six chapters. And then we have um, Aliens Arena and Super Smartphone that haven't hit 20 chapters yet. They're about to hit 20 chapters each. Um, So we don't know where they're at yet. Um, It's going to be tough because, again, we see with Ayashimon protecting Shigamura that it seems like around 24 to 26 chapters is the cutoff line. So that's about six months of publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of the new manga that we've been introduced to this year, at least on the in terms of the viz, because I don't know how it is overseas, because there's probably more in Japan that we yeah. don't know about or haven't been uh, uh, simulpub here um, is 6P and Akanabanashi have already hit that kind of it seems like they're going to be continuing on for a little while mm-hmm. or a good while, hopefully, for each of them. Um, but Rock, what do you think of all this like you've seen all these titles that we've been introduced to like a lot of them have been canceled or and only really two have really hit that point of their ongoing status continuing without like having to worry that they're going to get canceled in a month yeah i was a little surprised i kind of had a feeling that protect me Shugamaru and dorondoro and ayashiman all came out at the same time they're all similar ayashiman and dorondoro a little more similar but i kind of figured that it was kind of like you know three enter one leaves situation where you know the one would survive and move on as the title that got you know a long run and the other two would be canceled but hey twist 
they all three got canceled. So I, I, I wasn't expecting all three to go. I'm not really, honestly, not really surprised by that. I liked of those three. I liked Ayashimon the best by far. However, I thought Doron Doron had the greatest chance of running longer based on the characters and the gimmick of the manga. And I thought that had the greatest chance of being the one to survive. But I wasn't really bullish on it either. I mean, I, it was okay, but it, it wasn't like, well, this is going to be a huge hit. So I'm not surprised that all three crashed out. Earthchild, another one I'm not surprised by. It is very compressed storytelling. I kind of got the feeling from the start, Kevin, that this one was not going to be long running. I didn't even feel like the mangaka had years and years of stories in mind anyway. So I, I thought I just kind of just when we reviewed the first, you know, chapter, the first couple of chapters, it, it kind of just felt like to me like this is going to be kind of more of like a limited series where we don't have years and years of stories involved. So I wasn't really surprised by that one. Yeah. And it, it, again, it's very interesting just because, again, we we've been uh, privileged in terms of the manga industry where yeah. like the mangas that we usually are introduced to are yeah. long running series or series that have had a lot of good success. So, mm-hmm. or we know going into it that maybe, okay, they're run already finished. So we don't get it until the afterwards. Yep. Uh, so this is really our first experience, like 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. We're seeing more because they're publishing much more of these newer series when from the beginning, from the onset. Um, we're kind of seeing that it's really similar to the comic book industry, really. Oh, like, yeah. I think with comic books, like, how many comic books do we see that they last four to six issues, which is the four to six months that even the manga industry gets? Mm-hmm. Um, even though manga is more more chapters because they're releasing weekly, obviously, right. but at the same time, you see kind of almost that same time period that almost every, like comic books, the same thing. Like, if you're a smaller character, um, not you're not one of the part of the iconic characters, you're mm-hmm. going, you have a shorter leash on you, or like. You're a miniseries right away. Yep. Um, it's either or that you get miniseries or get canceled. Um, that's just how it works, to, yep. uh, unfortunately. And we're kind of seeing it with these new manga, like especially yep. when the mangas are from mangaka that aren't as established. Um, yep. they just don't get that. They don't get that room to breathe. And we're seeing a lot of these, uh, new man- mangakas um, work right now. And yeah, it's just one of those things that you're kind of you get that six. Like it does seem like you get. Yeah. Not even six months. You get like Not almost even, like four yeah. or five months, maybe. Yeah. And if um, it seems like Shonen Jump is pr- pretty good about warning them again, sometimes that causes like Dora Doran, where he yeah. does like a, a meta type final chapter, the uh, final couple <laughs> chapters. Um, yeah. yeah. Or they just rush the storylines, but because they get the heads up, hey, you guys aren't going to make it. So, but right. Um, I haven't, at least we haven't seen that yet of like where they're just canceled and they just never finished the story. They, all of them try to finish a story for Correct. the most part, at least the one yeah. that the main story that they were working on. Um, but yeah, it's just very interesting. And then in terms of just the mangas that have survived is it does seem like it's the two that are the most unique in terms of the titles. It's yeah, 6P so. and Akanabanashi. Yep. And those are the titles that I wouldn't have them. Co- I wouldn't compare them to like Jujutsu Kaisen oh. or our Demon Slayer or My Hero Academia, which I feel like Ayashimon, Protect Me, Dorodoron, mm-hmm. and Earthchild all kind of have a similar tone. Earthchild was the most unique one because it was more it was. sci-fi. Yeah. Um, but they all kind of tried to go into the what's popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why like I I wonder about Super Smartphone and Aliens Arena, because they're both kind of in that same they're while they're they all have their own unique concept they have different types of characters they're not super different from what we have going on right now compared to like something like a kind of banashi that i would say is has a lot of good slice of life elements in it that helps bring in a different type of audience than shonen jump usually has and then it also introduces um shonen jump audiences that maybe are used to just uh typical action adventure um mangas and it's it giving them like that area of slice of life that we don't see coming out of them as often as like Kondansha or another publishing company, like one of the other mega publishers that do a lot more slice of life in comparison. And then the same thing with 6P. 6P is not an action at all. It's a music, it's a music, (laughs) it's a music based one. And, and it's a music, it's not like a music battle where they're fighting each other. It's just a, um, it's just again, going into that slice of life. And it does seem like slice of life may be the, 
angle that you kind of want to take your uh, manga instead of um, to stand out from what Shonen Jump, at least, and, and Suecia is publishing at the moment. No, I agree. I think it's interesting. Look, there's it's a double-edged sword. I get why manga kind of like, hey, this is hot right now. This genre is hot or this type of manga is hot. I'm going to hit the market with something in that milieu, if you will, yeah. to try to capitalize on the popularity. Well, yeah, I got that. It's not a I understand the, why you wanted to do that. But the downside to that is, well, guess what, buddy? There's a lot of competition in yeah. that genre. And so your chance of success goes down with the more competition you're faced with. Right. Yeah. Whereas the two manga that you're talking about that moved on, you've got a comedy based slice of life. You've got a piano based like, yeah. story. Right. I, it, it, they're very different. So guess what? Okay. So you're not in a hot genre. True. But you got way less competition. So your chances of survival is higher. You're going to, uh, you know, possibly attract a, a, some readers that uh, are getting uh, don't have as many choices, right? I mean, look, yeah. look if, you, if you're into Doron, Doron, that kind of title, there's so many options you have for that story. But with, you know, the other two manga, there aren't going to be as many options, at least not from Suesa, yeah. who doesn't really specialize in it. Yeah, and um, and again, the, the two things that both of those have is that they do have the battle esque type things of like arrival and do. things like that. They do. Uh, so they do have shonen, shonen jump. Enough. I think the good thing yes. for those two is that they do have the shonen jump elements of rivals and yep. friendships yep. and all that stuff. Oh yeah. But they kind of handle it in a different way, where it's not action. It's not the action yeah. adventure genre. It's more right. leaning towards the slice of life and how the yep. slice of life. You could introduce those rival elements, those friendship elements that are mm -hmm. so prevalent in, um, in a sh typical shonen jump action adventure yeah. like My Hero or Sakamoto Days, and Sp even Spy X Family. And so it's it's almost like both of them are almost more like Spy X Family, I would say. Yes. Obviously, they're not action heavy, but they're action in a different way. Correct. Agreed. So, uh, I, I totally agree. And it's 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 a gamble. Hey, man, it's a gamble when you when you do something different, right? <laughs> when you yeah. don't go into what's hot at the moment. Yeah. whatever the latest flavor is it's a gamble but man sometimes gambles pay off so yeah. kudos yeah, to the two mangaka for you know rolling the dice there nothing wrong with that and it's going to be interesting just because again we're going to be seeing more more and more mangas uh, introduced because like i said yeah. we got tokyo bright demon bright story and Jinka luna that we're about to talk about and it, it just seems like luckily for us uh unluckily for these mangaka that don't have their cancel mangas canceled they have gotten their mangas canceled is that we are at least getting exposed to it and we're kind of getting that feeling of, oh yeah, you know what? The, like as much as we want to tout the success of the manga and manga and anime industry, there is, it is very cutthroat, just like it the comic world where you're, hey, you <laughs> get a certain amount of chapters, mm -hmm. issues that you get canceled. And again, unfortunate because yeah. I did like, like you said, I really liked Ayashimon. Um, and I'm, I think Super Smartphone has a really cool idea. I hope it yes. survives Aliens Area. Um, is another title that has a unique style. It's not yeah. like the typical looking uh, Shonen Jump. So I do hope that they are able to make that uh, crossing point of like actually where they're kind of in the safe safe zone. But yeah. um, and then are really you, are you reading both currently? Um, I haven't read the most recent chapters. I'm a couple of chapters behind. Okay, but okay. but I'm, I've enjoyed what I've enjoyed what I I've read um so far. And yeah, I, I'm I'm current on both, and I'm I'm really enjoying both. Yeah. titles so I, I do hope that they succeed because they're, they're both fun and different in, yeah. in their own way and then Ruri dragon i was actually really enjoying i was keeping up with it it's six chapters right. and hopefully the author um, gets healthy and is healthy enough to keep up a schedule or maybe if shonen jump can help them out of um like maybe make moving yeah, it to yeah. monthly or something to help them out because you never know what the, it, it, it's straining to do a weekly series because it's not e yeah. easy whatsoever to keep up that pace either so Again, I don't know if that was the case in terms of their health, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. um, it is on hiatus right now. Hopefully, so, sometimes it's been over a month and a half, so that, I think they may end up canceling it and then giving the, that mangaka a new title when they get healthy enough. Because um, that's usually that's happened a couple times with other mangas that have started and then the manga mangaka falls fell, falls ill for a long time, mm -hmm. um, and they just get a new series once they're finally healthy. Um, I hope that somehow Ruri Dragon continues, but if it doesn't, I'd rather have the mangaka get healthy enough to yeah. keep the pace and 
obviously uh, be able to work in the industry that they love. So, yeah. Um, so the best to them. But again, um, so now that we talked about that, let's get into the two new mangas that we got introduced, some more happier stuff of um, with the first one we'll tackle is the first one that came out this month was Tokyo Demon Bright Story. It's by uh, Tadachi Nakama. Um, and really, I've, the only published work that I found for Nakama is um, that they won the Golden Future Cup um, in 2017 from Shonen Jump for their one shot of Maho Shonen X. And then really their next documented work was the pilots for Tokyo Demon Bright in 2021, which is um, for those that, again, might not know, they're, they're for, for these new mangas, there's usually like a pilot chapter that kind of gives you a concept of it. It's kind of more like an outline with, with like just that that they publish. Um, and then usually that's like the chapter zero of a manga right. um, that you might end up reading later on. But um, and then they come out with obviously like with the new f- official first chapter, that's the refined version of the 2020 uh, or, or of that pilot. And usually with the pilot pilot chapters it's usually just introducing you to the main character and maybe the it's the rival character or their best friend or whoever their love interest is and that's all you get introduced to in those pilots for the most part um and then and the obviously the official first chapter you get introduced to more of the world more of the supporting cast and stuff like that because with the pilots you never know if they get the green light so it seems yeah. like that's what happened with uh tokyo demon bright and nakama doing that pilot chapter we i did not get a chance to read that one um, before uh, reading chapter one of Tokyo Demon Bride story. So I'm not sure how similar or the differences between the two are. So uh, just as a head up, heads up there. Um, and in terms of the in terms of the general story, the story for Tokyo Demon Bride, it just follows a uh, little boy, a uh, boy at the time uh, named Jinta Hanafuda. Um, he makes a promise with with a girl, a little girl uh, during their childhood. Of, uh, her name is Manaka Doji. Uh, they promise to get married. Um, and then, um, during this, like during the, like one summer while they're in elementary school and, um, when Jinta goes back home, he doesn't like, it's revealed that Manaka is actually a, a, a demon girl. Um, something that Jin, Jinta didn't know ahead of time. And then we fast forward to when Manaka's uh, 16 years old, she shows up at Jinta's doorstep who Jinta, um, lives only with his younger and older sister. Cause it seems like their parents passed away. And Manaka shows up at his doorstep with like two demon uh, um, <laughs> ser- servants, it seems like, and says, hey, you know what? I'm old enough for us to get married, so let's get married. So, and Jinta's like, what? What's going on here? Uh, I don't know you or anything. And then like, she reminds him of a promise, kind of gets violent, tries to get violent a little bit when he see- she sees um, uh, Jinta's sister, thinking that it's an, a rival love interest, doing some kundere <laughs> type things of threatening to kill any survivors because she brought a katana just in case Jinta was living with somebody. Um, and uh, Manaka reminds Jinta of their promise and like tries to get them to sign a contract that will make things official for them. Um, and during that time, like while she's doing her whole spiel, um, and Manaka actually reveals that Jinta is a sacred blood, which means that he's someone that attracts spirits. Um, and that the um, it seems like a talisman that his parents left behind to protect him from from this um, is actually getting weaker. So that it kind of more giving more reason why Manaka's around to help him out with that. Cause like you kind of see spirits coming in and getting attracted to their, their mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but before we could get the contract signed um, while they're out to dinner, they get uh, attacked by a, a Kawanpa who's like, it's a, like a toad demon. Um, and um, after with some help from Jinta, Manaka is able to defeat this uh, this demon, and then Jinta's like, oh, "All right, you know what? I'll sign the contract." And not knowing that by signing the contract, that that means that Manaka will have to live with them for the next three hundred sixty five days, for the at the very least. So she cannot leave his house or leave him for at least a full year. So that's where we and, end the first. And chapter. if they break the contract, Kevin, they turn into toads for the remainder for the remainder yes. time for the time remaining on the contract. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that is that is correct. Yeah. So that's where we end the first chapter. Rock, what did you think of this first chapter that we got for our Tokyo Demon Bride story? I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, I liked it for the most part. I thought that the characters were pretty solid. I I appreciate that we don't waste time getting the backstory to the two characters on how Jinta and Monica met and what their 
uh, Bond is. That was great. And, and then I like that we just immediately fast forward right into the action. We don't need to waste a lot of time setting up stuff. It's it's a pretty, uh, and I don't mean this ugly, it's a pretty basic concept. And it's a fairly simple story. Chapter one is not, a, it's not complex. It's not terribly dense. It's a, it's a rather straightforward, simple story. It still can be very good, which it is. And you don't need to muck about it. You know, you just get going. You meet Jinta's sisters. You get a good flavor of everyone's personality really quickly, which is some good writing uh, by Nakama there. The fact that they're able to get across the personalities in, in really short order. I like that. So all your characters are well developed. You meet everybody. You got a sense of how everybody interacts with each other, right? And their temperaments. And so that for me is the strength. The characters are for me the clear strength. They're the most developed. They're the most interesting. The world, the setting that we're in is not as fleshed out in the first chapter. It's just not. So the world is not particularly rich or dense or complex. So that's something that obviously you can't do everything in the first chapter. So I think Nakam is like, look, let me let me just do some good character work, get you to like the characters first and I and 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 connect with the characters. And then in the subsequent chapters, I can flesh out the world and the setting and kind of get you interested in that larger, the that larger aspect of the story. And so I think that's a fair approach to take with the first chapter. And I think it was a successful one. You like all the characters and, and I think they interact really well with each other and they're all unique enough that they interest you in different ways. So I like it. And I, I also like that, that we get, I like that Nakama makes a point of showing that Jinta, you know, 10 year, you know, six year old you is not 16 year old you. And I think that was also really important in establishing, establishing his character that you see his growth in in that period of time so i think thumbs up on uh, as far as all the character work really uh really well done for a first chapter yeah i think one of the things that stood out to me most of this is like how uh, nakama makes sure to hit every type of character that you would yes. see in a manga in, in yep. this where you have the lowly uh, sundere love interest yep you have the sister that's a giru and then mm -hmm. you have the the other the, that's the older sister, and then you yeah. have the little sister that's more like the nerd nerd nerdy but cute cute girl. Yes. And then right. you have the punk uh punk uh, lead that he's more like a like angry looking guy. Yes. Um, yep. so yep. you kind of hit almost every stereotype that you would find mm -hmm. it in these type of mangas, or like you would find in other popular mangas that, are, yeah. especially now. So I thought that was funny that like. Obviously, Nakama knew, like, I need to grab people's attention by just, yeah. like, I'm talking about the art real quick, that I need to grab people's attention that one of these characters people are going to fall in love with, and I need to design each of them uniquely instead of all right. of them being in high school, mm -hmm. all of them having kind of very similar designs. He, per I, It seems like he did it on purpose of, like, each of the five characters that I'm going to introduce you to, they're all going to have their own unique characteristics based yep. on just their st the style that they wear, their facial expressions, obviously, their hair. And different mm -hmm. things like that, their overall character designs are going to be unique. So that way it grabs the attention of uh, different types of audiences in, in my manga right away. Because like you said, it is very character focused and mm -hmm. um, we it's not very much detailed because we're living in Tokyo, like a normal Tokyo. Mm -hmm. We don't really know what it, what it means to be in this demon world. Are demons incredibly prevalent? Are there spirit hunters? Are there... Uh, uh, like there's so many things that could, could in this world that we don't know how calm because like even we see with Manaka like she's just walking downtown like with two demon servants behind her and we don't see any reactions from anybody or like any weird like looks or anything which kind of also seems like N Nakama did on purpose because they didn't want to do like crowd shots or anything like that which would, yeah. which was the one thing that did stand out to me of yep. like on this if that the world did feel empty um outside of these these characters and i hopefully in future chapters nakama is able to work on that because i felt like no one else was living in this world outside yes. of these these characters and like we got introduced to like i think two characters at the very beginning that uh jeans is working with but outside of that there's nobody else that is appearing even in, yeah. like when like i said manaka's uh just walking um throughout town with two demon servants or when they fight later on at night the world does feel empty. And I think that's one yeah. criticism I did have like that. I don't know. Like you, you kind of talked about a rock that the world's not fleshed out, but I think that's the one bad part of this story is that the world just feels empty. 
I agree. Um, overall, but I think the best thing that Nakama did do was focus on just the character dynamics. Like you, you got all the every single dynamic, whether it's Jinta with his two sisters or uh, Manaka with Jinta's sisters, Jinta and Manaka. You understood what their dynamics are. You already get it. You're you know what in going into the future chapters, what what it's going to be like. And then setting up the contract of how like this, the the why things are going to be like they are now. Um, Everything, all that stuff was set up, I think, really well. It's just more of the world that really does need a lot of work in comparison, just because I think the emptiness was the one thing that kept me back from getting that attention. Because I kind of wish there was a crowd shot of like people reacting to demons walking around town or something like that to get give you at least an idea of this isn't normal. Well, you're in Tokyo, Kevin. It's yeah. like the most populous city in the world. I think yeah. it's people somewhere, right? So, yeah. I, my biggest criticism is the same as yours. It, it's it's the world. The world building in the first chapter is not that good. Yeah. The the world feels extraordinarily underdeveloped, and it's quite lacking. And it's very it's very noticeable. And as much as I really did enjoy the characters, and I'm glad you mentioned the artwork. I was going to mention the art later, but the, the art is nice. It is it is good art. And again, we always talk about sometimes the art's a little rough in the first couple of chapters when the new manga kicks off. Not in this one. The art looks good right from the beginning, which just I mean, can you I can only imagine how great it's going to look when uh, this manga has some more chapters under their belt moving forward. But the art looks good and the character designs are unique, which is really, really important and something sometimes you don't get in some in some manga titles where everybody kind of looks a little too similar design. Not here, but. Setting that aside, it, it the the lack of of world building uh, was very noticeable, and that is the only thing that prevented me from really just diving head first into this opening, you know, this debut chapter was was the lack of world building. I wish we had got more because we got good comedy. There was good comedy. There was some good action. There was good chemistry between the characters. I mean legitimately good comedy so you got such good work in that arena that the shallow work with the world building was even more noticeable you know yeah. what i mean yeah and again this is me being an editor with after the fact of well, like yeah, saying sure. oh this is what i would have done or whatever but one thing i i, I w- would have maybe added on to this and maybe like just a page or a panel was just act like at the very beginning shot of like where manaka is walking downtown just have some cosplayers in the background yep. or something like that, that people think like are looking, Oh, that's cool. Like even like somebody commenting, that's a cool cosplayer. So like you could get that. Oh yeah. They're, they're living in a normal world, but they're so out of the ordinary that they think that these are just anime fans dressed up in, or something like that. That would have added to the comedy or, and then it would have added, Oh yeah, they are in a normal world, but uh, people are treating them as normal because of, they're they think that they're a cosplayer or something else and not even if they, they because they, like i said they didn't have to look at them weird it's just adding just that the world's alive i think that was my my criticism no, and that's a great point i had an mfa professor uh creative writing professor in the mfa program i was part of that was a stickler that if you ever write a story that is has fantastical natures that you have to introduce what the rules are to that world in the beginning so the reader knows what is fantastical that's accepted and what is fantastical that is not and the reader should act accordingly right so if you have two demons walking down the street you have to tell the reader in this world either a it's normal and that's why no one's reacting or b it's not normal and you have to show the reader people reacting like oh what the heck you know what i mean so you're right i think that's important to show the rules in the beginning. And I get you can't do everything in the first chapter. You only have so many pages. So if you're going to lean into the character work and the chemistry and all that, you're going to have to be a little lighter in the world building. But you can still at least give us an idea, Kevin, of what the rules are. And an easy way to do that is show me what the crowd reaction is to the demons. Yeah. And and again, like I said, it could have been just one blurb in one panel or or like even characters' reactions in the background, like where I wish there were some people, like just people in the background reacting where – like like we emphasize so much like how important the artwork is into yes. all, all, like everything with comic books manga mm-hmm. that the background can't even tell you that type of thing like could set up those rules of like just yes. people like shocked someone passing out in the background because they see right. demons or something <laughs> you don't even have to right. die a dialogue it could be just one or two panels and that's it mm-hmm. it's not adding much to it um again like i said i'm editing after the fact that i yeah. re- read it but 
again, little things like that that you could do with artwork, I think it could help so much more. So that way, when they're walking down the street, it doesn't feel empty or like someone commenting to Jinta, oh, yeah, hey, you got a lowly girlfriend or something like that. Just say like like one of their neighbors saying that and that's it. All you have is just one panel. Right. Um, Just again, adding to that, like, oh, they exist. They're not in like the afterlife or whatever it might be. And it's just not going to be just these characters, because I think that's the one weakness of this and that. That is for me why this first chapter I felt like didn't grab me as much as I thought it would as I was reading it. Cause like even at, when I reviewed it um for for the website, I that's kind of one of the things I mentioned that while it's an enjoyable chapter, the character dynamics are great. I think uh Nakama does really nail every single character dynamic between Jinta and his sisters, especially, and Jinta and Manaka. And um it, it does really well. And I think um Nakama does a good job with in terms of uh Manaka's um tsundere kind of personality that she has because he doesn't go all in. The only fear I have is that when it comes to Manaka, that as the series goes on, the longer it goes on, he may try to go into that trouble a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if like Jeans is going to interact with other girls or and things like that. Is she going all of a sudden pull out her samurai sword every single time? I, I've seen that happen all the time with these type of mangas. Right. Um, that the main love interest that's their personality so yeah, yeah i hope yeah. that that's not the case but i do i've seen it so many times that i just fear that that's going to be a case so i hopefully nakama is good enough that he doesn't treat his uh characters too much like the stereotypes that they they appear to be mm-hmm. um and hopefully gives more depth to it because that's the other fear that i have with this first chapter that and i knock it is because Hopefully, they're more than their the stereotypes that these characters are given. And there's more depth to them. It seems like Jinta is really kind of the only one that has more layers than outside of his, yeah. like his design. Like his yeah. design, he obviously has the design of like a mean looking dude, right? But he has a heart of gold, and we see that with like how he's working multiple jobs to support his family and things like that. And then he also has the sacred. He also has the sacred blood aspect of his character too. Right. So he has a couple more additional things outside of just the stereotype that his character design would mm-hmm. have you have, whereas everybody else kind of sticks to the stereotypes of their character designs yes. um, in this first chapter. Yes. And that so that's where I'm like, ooh, I don't know if that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. And that's, again, going to be about the future chapters, making sure that these characters aren't just the stereotypes of their character designs. Yeah, agreed. My, I had that concern because because you're right. There's the lack of the lack of depth is what makes you worry going forward these characters while i like the characters as we get them in the first chapter we need to start to see them fleshed out and acting more i guess less predictably you you know what i mean and my big concern at first it 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 uh, to to uh to um the comments credit that they addressed this quickly i i was at first concerned like uh wait a minute so you got this overpowered demon who is in love with this guy who doesn't really is freaked out by this and he doesn't want to be with her he doesn't remember it and it and he's got this sacred blood that attracts demons so is this is he just going to be the the manzel in distress every every chapter where she has to rescue him like that's repetitious like that but then they have him play more of an active role despite him not having powers and so i was like oh okay so we're not going to fall into that repetitious formula every single chapter because that would get super old right yeah and i, I do Batman hope that comic, robin's always getting captured and batman has to save him every single chap every single issue you know what i mean yeah <laughs> and i hope that that's not the case here where like he he is a damsel in distress but at the same time i also hope that he doesn't become an overpowered character and like the main character <laughs> the one that's doing the fight i'd rather have monaka right. do the fighting and yeah. that he's the support the support character uh, yeah, I, I, I would powers. rather I would rather that because like do a little bit different have like because yeah. we've seen it so many times where the main male is like obviously starts off weak but then grows incredibly strong later on power up and power <laughs> up and he's doing doing all the fighting later on <laughs> I kind of hope that they, he uh, Nakama goes against this and it, yes. he just has Manaka do the she yeah. is the main fighter kind of like she right. is the main character when it comes to the fighting yes. and that even like Jinta's like sacred blood stuff is all about it like how he could support and like he could yeah. even provide support for Monaco while they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what my hope is. And I will say in terms of like a mystery, I, I do like the sacred blood aspect of it too, because 
Um, it gives you a solid mystery of what's going on with Jinta. Why is Jinta out of like his two sisters? Because Manaka doesn't point out that his si- older or younger sister are sacred bloods as well. So does that make something special in Jinta? And then we also don't know what happened to their parents because, but their parents seem to know about Jinta being a sacred blood because they left behind that talisman that was protecting him throughout his childhood. That's right. And then you have the mystery of also why did he go up to that mountain where obviously it seems like Manaka was a demon and it was under a demon tree that did his parents know about about all that there was there a special relationship between their parents you don't know any of that and I think that's a all good a good job of like in terms of the world building I will say that that was a good job of world building is that yeah. you don't know anything about the parents like we don't know Great. what's going on with the family lineage and all that stuff because usually there's something family lineage related here um, mm-hmm. like they mentioned and so I think th- that's one thing that Nakama did a good job of like being subtle about it, but, and not being in your face about, Oh, he is super special. This right. is his parents were demon slayers or whatever yeah. they may, may have been. He's just telling you through like, as the characters are, are talking with each other or like the opening chapter where you find out about the, um, that Manaka is a, a, a little demon girl. Actually, she's not a normal girl. Right. Again, there's a lot of context through like just the natural progression of the story that's given. So that way it's building out a, a mystery without telling you that this is the main story, main crux of the story. Yep, Agreed. Again, when it comes to the characters and building out that family, it, the story really does shine. And you get enough information about the parents. You get enough hints here and there to get you interested to come back for more because, I mean, you know, other than that, other than the mystery about his lineage and his parents uh, and him being a sacred blood, there isn't a lot to to get you to come back for more other than just you like the characters. So it's good that we got that. You, you had to have something. And, and that was well done. So, yeah, the, this uh, first chapter gets you to want to go re- read now. Like there, there's going to be three chapters by the time this podcast releases. That that we read at least the second and maybe even the third chapter. Was there enough for you, Rock, uh, of that? I I think so. I like the characters enough that I, I'm willing to come back for you know four chapters or so. Maybe 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 run how we usually do like seven to try and yeah. kind of give you like the full first intro arc. I think I've seen enough from the characters that I, I'm going to give it that first intro arc of, of six, seven chapters and see if the world building kind of comes along uh, over the course of the next few chapters. Because I think we got enough here that tells me that there's some real potential with this manga. And I like the art. This is really nice art for, for a first chapter as well from some from, from a manga I don't know. So it's enough here to get me to say, yeah, I'll come back and, and give you the first story arc and let's see what you got. Yeah, and I think for me, it got me where I'm going to probably read the next couple chapters, um, but probably not right away where I have it on my reading list of mangas that I'm currently reading. I'll probably wait until like the seven chapters are all up. Yeah. Um, And but like I said, it did the first chapter. It didn't grab me in terms of like I have to be reading this weekly yet. Yeah. Um, maybe once all seven chapters are out, like the first seven chapters are out for this, um, which would be the first volume. Um, or I hear a lot of good things where I'm like, oh, that second chapter or that third chapter is really a massive improvement. Yeah. Um, from the first in terms of the world building, then I will see about reading a weekly. But right now, the one thing that uh, the not, the biggest knock I'll give it is that it, by the end of it, I'm just like, OK, I got kind of my fill and I don't yeah. need to re- read it the next chapter right away when it publishes oh. like I do with a lot of other manga. And I agree with you on there completely, even though I'm willing to give it seven chapters before I render my final verdict on it about whether I'm going to continue reading it or not. I will tell you, uh, I finished this first chapter and I didn't have that immediate urge of, Oh, where's cause there, there was a second chapter, Kevin mm-hmm. rating right there. Cause when I've read it, there were the first two are already there. So it was right there. And instead of reading that second chapter, uh, I went and started reading more One Punch Man that I'm trying to catch up on. So, I mean, that's a sign, <laughs> Kevin, that when when you know you're reading a new manga and you don't immediately hop, and there's another chapter and you don't immediately hop yeah. to it, that's yeah. probably a sign that it's got some work to do to, to hook you. Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll see how it goes. For I know that the reaction was pretty good for it, so yeah, um, we'll we'll see how things go from there. Um, and the other manga that got introduced to us in this uh, this month was uh, called Jinka Luna. Um, and this is by mangaka um, uh, Shinpei Watanabe, um, whose only previously documented uh, work is a one shot called 
pickle pickle uh, no yummy um it, it was a one shot published in 2021 and i didn't really find anything else about them so like it seems like they're pretty new in the industry um not sure if they've been assistant to somebody but again it seems like uh Shinpei watanabe is a new manga that's breaking out just kind of similar to tadachi um nakama um mm-hmm. so and for those that didn't read the first chapter of uh, Jinka Luna, um, it starts off with uh, Luna. Basically, she's living alone in the uh, snowy mountains after uh, an epidemic. Uh, um, her mom died during ep- an epidemic. And um, so she is living alone. And while that is a sad event for her, the one thing that keeps her from being like a, a depressed, sad child because her mom just passed away. And it seems like that was her only family was that her dream of becoming a magician. And so she does have like a book that she's reading all about magic, trying to figure out, can I learn magic? And a good thing for her is that a snowman that she was building called, um, comes to suddenly to li- magically to life, which <laughs> su- surprises her at first. But when uh, Luna find, uh, sees that Jinka can use magic, she gets super excited and convinces Jinka, who is hesitant at first, but convinces um to teach her how to use magic. And she spends the next five years learning magic. And um, once she lear- finishes uh, learning magic from Jinka um, t- and she passes all his tests by her, her final test being that she creates uh, a fruit a fruit um, by using only magic. Um, is she passes her test, Jinka leaves. And then as Jinka leaves, uh, Luna runs into like a magical deer that talks to her and actually gives her the, uh, we get the backstory for uh, Jinka of, and we find out that Jinka was actually a regular person that who was an expert magician, but got caught in this uh, battle with an e- another evil magician who, um, and their battle just stretched this entire mountain area that because they of how powerful they both were, they actually ended up warping time and space in that area. Um, but Jinka ended up losing the battle to to the evil magician, and the evil magician turned. Uh, uh, took his soul out of his body, and that's how his soul kind of ended up uh, in the snowman. Um, and also cursed him so that he cannot leave a snowy environment because as soon as he would step out of the snowy environment, he would obviously melt. So he is forever stuck in the snow, uh, snowy environment of the mountains. And when she, when Luna hears about this, um, she decides, you know what, I'm going to take Jinka along with me. So she goes to find finds Jinka, throws him off the mountain, and then uses her magic to. Um, so that way he is able to survive any environment. So he's actually able to leave the snowy environment. Um, and before they could kind of get, uh, cause Luna wants to take Jinka along with her adventure to explore the world. But before they could even come up with a plan, they get attacked by this two headed demon. Um, that's almost like a Kaiju level seeing this Luna decides, you know what, let's fight it and turn, uh, uses her magic to turn Jinka into, into a giant Kaiju as well to battle it and defeat it. <laughs> and that's kind of, and Jinka is able to beat it. And that's kind of where we end the story where they're just kind of going off on their adventure. Uh, Rock, what did you think of this um, opening chapter for Jinka Luna? It uh, was very easy to consume. It took me like two seconds to rip through this first chapter. It 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 does. This to me is a super traditional shonen manga, like really, really, really traditional uh luna to me is like a female goku uh and you will either love that or you will not i'm on team gohan so you know where i am uh (laughs) okay but uh that's what she is and um uh jinka is he's exactly the kind of style character that you would accept that you would expect in a shonen manga he's cute he's he's offbeat um and he provides the source of comedy uh usually through slapstick comedy and the mission objective is clearly laid out for you make no bones about it she's there luna's there to become the best magician and she's going to uh uh take that uh uh uh, go on that mission and and along the way find uh jinka's body so it, it is very clearly laid out. It is going to be action forward for sure. They're going to be fighting a lot of monsters along the way. So this is an extremely traditional shonen manga 
Um, so I think it will appeal. Honestly, I think this will appear appeal to a, a fair amount of of readers. Yeah, and I think especially reading Tokyo Demon Bride story before this, um, I think the one thing that stuck out to me stuck out to me comparing in, in comparing both is the world building for Jinka yep. Luna, because I think uh, Watanabe does a better job of explaining yes. why it's just these two characters at the beginning. Obviously, we get the magic deer and then the demon later on. Yeah, but right. really, it's just about Jinka Luna, and. And like quickly explains to the reader why you're going to be just focusing on these two characters where yep. with, with Luna, she's alone because an epidemic hit the world. Her mm-hmm. mom died during it. So obviously that is the reason why she's alone. With mm-hmm. Jinka, you learn later on that he got got in a massive epic battle with an evil magician. So that's the situation they're in. That evil magician's probably out there in the world somewhere. So kind of giving oh, yeah. you an end boss for, for yeah. this or like a whole it. story arc that could be focused on. <laughs> um, whether it's the big, whether they end up being the big bad, big bad or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of good world building. I think that's done. And ex- I think the world building explains the situation that both Jinka and Luna are in this first yes. chapter so that you're not focused on why is this world so empty? Why <laughs> is there, why is there no other people outside yeah. of this one magic deer that could talk yep. um, all, all around them? And so I think Watanabe kind of knew that going into it of like, Hey, I want to focus on these two characters, but I do need to give a reason why, I'm just going to focus on these two characters. It's not, it can't just be that they're living in a snowy environment. It has to be a bigger reason than that. So I think they're mm-hmm. in terms of the backstory for both characters that explains to you why mm-hmm. the first chapter just focused on these two. So that way, once Luna throws him off the mountain and now like the second chapter, you're going to like, yeah. you have that expectation that the second chapter is going to get you introduced to the rest of the world. So you go get that expect so that you don't focus on, man, this world feels empty. That's right. not just focused on here. Like there's already yeah. an explanation for why, it's just the two characters at the, at the beginning. I totally agree. I, I think the world building is better in Jinka and Luna, no doubt about it. And I, and I like how Watanabe handles the setting for this first chapter. And it also kind of kicks you off when you, you when Luna throws Jinka into the real world, right off yeah. the mountain. You kind of feel like, oh, we're now making that transition. Yeah. And we get a big monster and now we're going to get more people and things are going to really pick up the pace we're going to be more immersed in this in this world yeah. i i think that world building much better with jinka luna i think the character work was much better though with uh uh yeah i the other one. I, I think yeah the criticism i have with jinka luna is that it's rushed character development because like yep. specifically i think the Again, it's going to be a divisive thing here is that it's going to be about how quickly luna learns yeah. her magic i think you're going to either love it or hate it. Really, I think yep. that's the one, the one element because, like, you just do a five year time time jump of uh, Luna learning how to use magic, and she suddenly becomes a master after not knowing anything. So, yeah. again, I think that's going to be the most divisive part of the story. Um, obviously, um, Watanabe does that for a reason because he wanted to get them into the world, yeah. um, and like obviously off the mountain. So, like, right. and, but he didn't want to have it so that they, she's learning magic on the go. Um, mm-hmm. So. So it does get you into like where now it's probably going to be about Luna learning about the rest of the world because she's been cut off for however like five plus years from the world. So it's going to like she's going to be a new perspective of the world. So you're going to be seeing the world through her eyes, which I think is a good setup in terms of, like I said, going back to the world building. We are going to experience everything through Luna's eyes. Jinka is going to probably give a lot of commentary as well, like how the world works and things like that. But Luna, she's been since she was a little kid by herself not interacting with anybody so we're going to see the world through her eyes which is a good thing because again she is the main character of this Mm -hmm. along with jinka um and so i think the setup is good for the following chapters i but i do think that the one thing that i could see either love or hate will be how quickly like she masters being a magician because i think like a lot of people want want to see that journey of like you learning to be the magician the expert magician wants to see what the relationship is between Jinka and Luna, but there's a lot of rushed storytelling in that aspect of it that I know will probably, like I said, it's a kind of almost a love it, hate it type of character, uh, this story decision that people for, for a lot of fans. Yeah. I think that's going to be a big sticking point for a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's obvious that, that, you know, Watanabe, that's not, that's not the, point of this story that's not the story they want to tell they don't want to tell the story of of training 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 and powering up and powering up and training and training they want to tell a different story and so they're going to tell that story and people and if that's if if you're 
if the goal of your story is not to take the hero on that journey from no power to lots of power, uh, then don't beat around the bush. Fast yeah. forward to fast forward through it and get to what you want to tell me. It's your yeah. story. You you know, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, because since this is the magic, it does remind me of Mashal a little bit in terms it of does. Like, right, right away. Mashal, like you yeah. get introduced in like a couple pages. Mashal's already the strongest, like physically strong, but yes. you already know that he's going to be he's not going to learn magic at all like that's if you're going to expect that reading the first chapter don't yes <laughs> that, like because that that's not the core conceit of that series and oh. it's similar here where where it's kind of almost the opposite of where luna she's gonna she knows magic she's an expert magic right. but the point is not her learning magic right. it's about her journey and like her interactions with people and that's kind of i think the one good thing that watanabe does and it, that's why i say it reminds me of magic uh, mm-hmm. of Mashal so much is that the main character is already at their kind of almost peak power Correct, already. Exactly. It's just now about how that peak power works within this world like moving forward. Yes, and, and it worked fine with uh, Magic and Muscles for me. It, it was perfectly fine. I had no problem. I know some people didn't like that. Yeah. That's how we started. I had no problem with it because, again, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story wasn't for it to watch him train. It's to see how this OP character is now dealing with the world around. It's kind of like with One Punch Man. It's the same mm-hmm. way as One Punch Man. Yeah. He's already in the very beginning. That's not the point. So I have no problem with that approach. Really don't. Uh, you know, as long yeah. as you got a good story to tell, I'll, I'll yeah. come the ride. And I think that's almost like why, like, Jinka Luna, like, I both enjoyed this. And it's almost like I, my opinion is TBA on, like, how it's going to yeah. work. Because it's going to, <laughs> a lot of, like, my opinion on this first chapter will be retroactively different uh, based yeah. on how, like, the ne- following, like, next five, four, five to six chapters are going to be. Because... Like really, again, this is. I think this is actually, honestly, I enjoy this introduction more than Tokyo Demon Bride because it, again, it sets up everything for you right away. It introduces you to those characters, but my opinion will definitely be changed uh, depending on how like the following chapters work, how the interactions with the rest of the world works, the care other characters that get involved because you do want more to the story and so like really this is one where my opinion is almost like even my rating i wanted it to like when i was reviewing it for the website i almost wanted to put tba because i'm just like i don't know if this is going to be great and even better in retrospect right or not as good because like the following chapters didn't grab me as much as i wanted to so this is definitely one of those mangas as i was reading i was like man it's gonna really be that about the second third fourth chapter that is gonna shape my opinion for this first chapter yeah, I this one, the, um, Jinka Luna didn't grab me as much. Mm-hmm. And so I mainly because I just Tokyo Demon Bride had such good characters. Mm-hmm. I was uh, uh, I was willing to forgive the world building, which is weird for me, because normally I'm more of a world world building guy than a character yeah. guy. But I surprise myself sometimes, Kevin. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> surprise me, too. Uh, um, but but Jinka and Luna, I guess for me, it was way too much of a stand it felt like such a standard issue shown in manga it felt very rote it felt like i was hitting all the beats i've seen a million times before so i got bored with it really really fast and i like you got nothing new to tell me you have nothing different to tell me i can get this i've gotten this before in other titles so for me i'm kind of at the situation where like look it would take you know now if you tell me kevin if you told me hey rock uh, yeah, I'm up to chapter 10 and this thing really kicks it into high mm-hmm. gear. You need to go back and read it. Then I'll go back and read it. Yeah. But it's going to take, it's going to require someone telling me, Hey, you need to, you need to dive back into this. Yeah. And that's why I think the best comp for it is for me, at least is it just reminds me of reading one punch man and Marshall right. in terms of the character, the yep. characters you're introduced to yep. just because again, like that first chapter, looks better in retrospect because you already know oh, yeah, it. like it you're reading a couple more chapters in so and yes. i think that's what's going to happen with jinka luna is going it's going to be really important for watanabe to nail that the following yes. chapters because those are going to be what you're how you're it's going to shape your opinion for that first chapter because that first chapter it, like like for you yep. you didn't like it but you also don't have the context of reading future chapters because this literally just came out yeah. whereas maybe if we got another chapter and that second chapter does do a good job in terms of the, all introducing you to more characters like how many characters with tokyo demon bright has right does a good job then you i could see this being like something that a reader will enjoy the chat the first chapter even more yeah. because that's at the groundwork for more of the character dynamic stuff that the second third chapter hopefully gets into i i would agree uh one punch man got me with the first chapter mainly not because the story though 
It's because the art was so phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I just stared at this all day long. <laughs> you know, I don't care yeah. the words. But, but, but you, to your point, you are correct because uh, 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 magic and mus- martial magic and muscles that that was a manga. You know, I fell in love with, but not after the first chapter. Mm. That one took about six chapters for me to go. Ah, I see what we're doing here, yeah. and I like it. But yeah. it, to your point. If I, if I just read the first chapter and I, when I read the first chapter, I wasn't immediately sold on it. I was like, eh, I don't know. It was yeah, it's all- in that first story arc that I, I understood and they pulled it off too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's like, I think that, that that's where this is going to fall in is that really it's going to be about that first volume, like that first seven chapters, which is usually the first volume of a series. I think it, if you read like the entire first volume of manga, like we we've been so used to reading, um, yeah. Uh, growing up and everything i think that's going to probably be a better reading experience for yep. this series than than just reading the first chapter like we did where maybe for you for you at least was to- I, I i like jinka luna more um mm-hmm. just because i do see a lot of those elements from other mangas that were like okay this is a basic groundwork type chapter right and, and a future chapters are going to be about that so that's why i kind of want to read the second chapter because of that i got the curiosity it mm-hmm. built that curiosity in me um in comparison to Demon Bright Story, where I didn't get that curiosity as much um, as I would have loved to. Um, and I think that's going to be the most effective thing. And maybe even the most effective way to read Jinka Luna is going to be waiting until the seven chapters are out and then reading it all yes. at once, kind of like you would if you went to Barnes & Noble to pick up that first volume. Yep, I agree with that. I, I wouldn't just, uh, I, I wouldn't do it like how you and I did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and again, like I said, I think the one thing I wanted wanted to do with this and why I pitched to see rock is just because this is really our first experience. Like this entire yeah. year has been our first experience. And like we talked about it at the beginning where we've had so many mangas where we don't really know if they're going to survive or not. And, right. and just again, going back to the importance of that first volume, we see like that first volume sales is going to be important for the rest of the series and how it, it grabs people so i'll be very interested to see how well like that for the first volume does for both of them and maybe later on when we explore like both uh read the seven chapters for each one we'll see how things go um but again it's gonna be very interesting because 2022 has been such an interesting reading experience of like being able to read these as they're coming out in japan and then going on that journey of like finding out that they get con- yeah. continue on or get canceled and you're just seeing how like we're seeing more peeling back the layers in terms of for us, for the American audiences, how like people in Japan experience all like these new mangas that are coming out. Cause we've only really had experiences with the successes. That's right. So now, now, now we're experiencing like how you could become a fan of one and that one is going to unfortunately get, get accident and heartbreaking, but, and then others that you're like, Oh, I forgot to read it. And Oh yeah, it's over. It's kind uh-huh. of almost like the comic book world for us. Heck yeah. It's cool. I, I, I don't know. I love it. It's fun. Yeah. It's exciting. It can be heartbreaking yeah. to be sure, Kevin, but mm. it's still enjoyable. I, I like doing it this way. It's a, it's really a, it's really a fun, neat experience. Yeah. And it seems like Shonen Jump overall is like starting to do this more for us is that it's actually they're, they're simul simul publishing all these manga now. And it seems like it'll be interesting to see where, when that point is of like they're going to actually take in like the american audiences out there reading as well on the manga plus app or the viz media app if that ends up helping some of these newer mangas right. eventually or yep. are they still going to base it off the first uh or just the japan audience because again right. the J- japan does get still the first volume much sooner than us yeah uh, so we don't really get the translated ver- full volume like printed much later on than in japan so i'll be very interested to see if at some point they do kind of start like public start publishing physically the first volume of a manga like maybe like not wait like six months to do that and maybe wait <laughs> one month yeah um, right exactly because i wonder if they want to try and account for the american like foreign audiences not just american but foreign so. audiences like yeah. other countries of like hey let's start publishing the first volume not six months after we publish it in japan let's publish it also like a month or two months, like let's shorten that. And I wonder if we'll ever get to that point of, in terms of physical publishing, because like physical publishing is so important to the survivability of these mangas. Yeah, totally agree. I, I the, the the shorter they can make that, uh, the better, in my opinion. So yeah. I, I hope we're able to get it down to the fact that, you know, one or two, a one to two month 
maybe yeah. lag time that would be that would just be awesome or even like digitally releasing it because uh, i oh, think that might be, be the easy yeah. that might be the easiest way to release these is like it, it, like especially when you go to like if you're doing like the um other countries like you already have them translated anyways you just need to like do the cover art where you translate the cover art um so i, I do wonder if we're ever going to get to that point because there's certain mangas that don't get the first we we, we do wait a while for the first fall like first seven chapters to be collected and I know it's hard. There's a lot yeah. of translating stuff for all different yeah. countries. is not easy. I mean, they there. I saw a list online where uh, they haven't given a lot of information. Swaysha hasn't on the Shonen Jump Plus app as far as uh, what countries are consuming the most on, on the app. But I mean, you look at the top 10 countries. It It's a lot of translating for a lot of different countries. I mean, the top 10 includes countries like the USA, right? But Thailand, Indonesia, Philippines, mm-hmm. Spain, Italy. Brazil. That's a lot of different languages, Kevin. Yeah. It's not easy. So I, I get, but yeah. still make it happen. It, it, it's an investment. <laughs> it's, a, it's an investment. Again, it's an investment. And now uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, if when Swaysha does invest in doing this much quicker, because again, right. it's about like, like investing in actual translate translators, not seeing that as like, Oh, this is secondary income for us or secondary right. revenue. I think once they get out of it, hopefully like, again, I can't <laughs> judge it because it's another country. Right. If that's the mentality or not, but maybe just in terms of just the investment, are they going to are they willing to invest in actual translators and make, or like even more in translators? So it's not just because a, a lot of the translators that you have, even like that I'm seeing here, you usually yeah. see the same names a lot, or you, you see you don't. And so they don't have like the the translation department for editorial isn't really that big, no. which is unfortunate because that means that they have to work even harder and much uh-huh. quicker, especially with now that some publishing. Yeah. And also makes it so that it, it does will take longer for the official like printed version of them. So yeah. we'll we'll see how things go. Um, all right, Rock. Well, I think that's where we're going to end this uh, episode again. Thank you very much for joining me today. Um, and I hopefully you have a good rest of your Sunday. And we'll see 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 you next time.